So, um, just to give a, a little bit of background <laughs> of how I know you, right? Mm -hmm. So, I met you at Rose House Botanicals, I think, for the very first time, yep. right? And, um, and then I think, like, over time, like, I would see you at different places, like the Solstice Market and, like, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, um... I didn't know a whole lot about what you did then. It wasn't until after, like, I went down the rabbit hole of yeah. Instagram and, like, watching your IGTV, like, videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, went over to your site. Like, I was basically, like, creeping on you. Nice. And I was just like, what is this all about? And um, found that you do Uranian astrology, right? Yeah, well, it's, like, so the way that even started Urania is... I guess that was, I don't, I think it was when I started my Instagram. Like I had a name before that and then I switched it when I kind of knew that I wanted to like do this more professionally, I guess. Um, when I started taking more in-depth astrology classes, I kind of switched the name and Urania stood out to me because I've always been really connected with mythology, in particular like Greek mythology. And Urania is uh, one of Zeus's daughters, I believe, and she was the, is the muse of like astrology economy, astrology, fortune telling, science, all of that stuff. Because I initially moved to Colorado from um, Maryland, D.C. area, oh, okay. where I went to CU, and I was studying astrophysics. So I have my degree in that. And like as soon as I graduated, I was kind of like, I don't know if I want to go to grad school. And so I got back into astrology, and it just kind of took off from there. So I felt like Urania definitely represented my energy of like science and spirituality. And that's kind of always been my focus of bridging that gap. And so I wanted to create kind of like my own realm or in a sense, my own universe where, you know, science and spirituality were basically one and the same again. Um, and looking, yeah, just finding the oneness in between the two and trying to bridge that gap. So that's kind of where that, that stemmed from, that name. That's so cool. I love yeah. that because it really does have this this um this sound and like this essence to it that it is something completely like different unique and like of its own mm -hmm. like its own system and like everything yeah yeah and it's really hard for me to like pick one particular thing and then like I'm like okay this is it and it's like I can like I can't have tunnel vision that way so I've studied many different perspectives of astrology right now I'm more in the ancient astrology like traditional realm as opposed to when I first first started studying, it was more of like modern cosmology and looking like at the asteroids and and things of that nature. But now I'm like really, really I feel like I found the perspective that I really like, which is like the perspective or the system studied in um, I guess like ancient Greece. It was in the Hellenistic period, so it was like 1000, like first like BC or something like that. Um, so I'm like still kind of studying that. But it's definitely, I'm combining all the things. So I have esoteric astrology, evolutionary astrology, modern astrology, like all of these things. And I just kind of make it my own is, is kind of where I go with that. And whatever like feels, you know, it feels like oneness. It feels like love. It feels like truth. So that's awesome. That's kind of how I look at it. <laughs> and now I'm kind of like, you know, like the wheels are turning now as I'm thinking about um, astrology and your approach and how astrology is really kind of... Um, in the world right now, like with, you know, everyone accessing it and yeah. 
I know that like when I was younger, like I grew up um, with astrology and the way that my mom would like read us our horoscopes every morning at breakfast before we'd go to school. That's awesome. I'm gonna be <laughs> so that that's how we'd start our day. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we started our day. And so that stuck with me. And then the curiosity just grew. And so like I kind of went down my own path learning about like all the different parts. And I love how accessible astrology is in that way where people can like go out there and look up their horoscopes and stuff like that. But then there comes in this other layer, right, of um, the whole, like, the moon sign, the rising sign, the Mars, the Venus, and um, how these start to become tools for people. And um, what I'm I'm curious about is if someone is just starting to, like, get into into all that and they're feeling overwhelmed, because it has happened to me, where I was just like, whoa. Um, and I've had to shut the door in it because I'm like, this just hurts my brain right now. Um, what would be like the easiest, like besides like just knowing like your, you know, your sun sign, um, what would your suggestion be for people? Like, I want to go a little bit deeper, but I don't want to like fall down (laughs) the void. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the first thing I would... I mean, it's so tricky, like, because you said there's so many, like, different parts of it, but in my first initial response, like, when you were saying that, thinking about it, I was like, okay, like, whatever resonates to to you first or pulls you in is, like, really important. Yeah. But, um, like, uh, I mean, that's such a tricky question. Like, I would say knowing a little bit of the history of, like, you know, just having a reason, like, kind of of what you want to look into or trying to have, like, a foundation for that because I feel like a lot, like, obviously a lot of people want to learn about themselves, but kind of, like, having an intention for yeah. what you're lo- looking for um, and kind of starting there. So, you know, if there's something, and the easiest thing for me, because that's what I look at when I look at the charts, I'm looking at it as, like, how can I work with my own personal energy? And so what is the, the hardest thing for you personally? Like, do you struggle with just, like, like trying to figure out who you are or is, like, an emotional thing or you're struggling with anxiety? So, like, going from there. Mm-hmm. But I definitely, you know, feel that the sun, moon, and rising are both, like, the most important parts of the chart. So understanding what that means um, is probably good. And then kind of, like, starting from there and maybe, I mean, if it is really overwhelming, obviously, like, talking to someone about it that kind of knows that can break it down. Because it's really hard. Like, I started out teaching myself. And then I've had a couple teachers along the way. Um, and I've, like, their approaches in di- for different reasons. But <clears throat> I think the biggest part was, like, really having a clear intention of, of what I was trying to learn. And then, um, yeah, taking taking it from there. But it's, I mean, it's a lot. I've been studying it for, like, 15 years, and I'm always, like, every time I look at my chart, I'm, like, there's something new. And I'm just, like, oh, my, like, I haven't even gone <laughs> the, the Vedic astrology, which at some point I'm going to enter that. But I was, like, there's, like, i just, like, in it right now, and I haven't reached the bottom of, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, totally. It's, it's a lot. I, um, over, over time... Like, I've, I've learned a lot about, like, the basic placements, like, um, Sun, Moon, Rising, Mars, Venus, um, 
And I know, like, about, like, all the different, like, planets and, like, you know, the roles that they play, yeah. like, the effects that they have. I feel like the last um, kind of area for me to kind of get, like, under my belt are the houses. Like, I find yeah. it so hard to remember what each um, house so does. So here is, like, this is why what I'm studying right now, the traditional astrology, is amazing because that was kind of my struggle too. And I didn't realize the way I was taught was like more, it was more in the modern realm, modern as far as like the last hundred years, how we've been really looking at astrology where astrologers, like you're taught to read the chart as like the first house equals the first sign equals, you know, the ruler of the, of the first sign, which would be first house equals Aries equals Mars. But that was really, at first, it kind of made sense. And with some of it, it makes sense, but you don't get the complete picture. Mm -hmm. And now, since I've been studying more of the traditional and looking at the areas of life separately as, like, a topic, like, that first house is you. That's you in the chart. The second house is, like, your income and your finances. The third house is, like, communication and learning and, you know, short-term travel, your local environment. So looking at it from those from that perspective makes it so much more I'm so glad you brought that up I have like <laughs> that like was like a game changer and this is like 15 years <laughs> I'm just like wow and I rejected that initially because traditional like when I just think about traditional learning I'm like I don't want to do the traditional thing mm -hmm. but now here I am coming full circle in my studies and I'm just like wow this makes so much more sense um so then that might make it easier you know, when you're looking at your own chart to just like, if there's one house that's like full of planets, it's like, okay, like that particular topic is really, really important. And, you know, then you can kind of go from there even, or if the sun or the moon, you know, shows up in a particular house, then you can kind of get some idea of like how that, what part of that life it will come through. So, I mean, it just like, it was a game changer. <laughs> like, so I totally understand the houses. <laughs> Dude, I love that I love that breakdown of it because now that's making me think about like how we can apply it towards mm -hmm. like you know practical like everyday life kind of stuff and we're like trying to plan like future things and like see like what's going on yeah. and stuff like that um do you find that with your background in astrology that like it's this sort of it can be a sort of lens sometimes that you <laughs> you look through like in situations yeah. and like you know <laughs> I have to literally tell myself to not look at like the chart I mean I'm really good at if something like really important or crazy um happens I will definitely make note and like look back at the chart during that time if I have time or I can remember um and it usually I'm like oh okay this this makes sense but then I also like I'm I'm like a skeptic too like I have mm -hmm. that science part of myself too where I'm just like what am I looking for this thing and like so I try not to look at the charts um you know when I'm about to do something but now since I'm studying more the traditional um perspective there's the electional astrology which is basically you elect a chart or you choose a chart that will um kind of correlate with what you're trying to do like say if you're launching a new project or you're going to travel um, so I've actually been kind of testing that out and seeing how that works and taking notes. So that's like something super new I've been doing as of like the past like two weeks. Oh. So, I mean, that's something people elect charts for like weddings and things of that nature. So it's, it's really interesting, but like one of the things I definitely have always felt and it's so true is that like you can see the energy there, but like it 
usually doesn't manifest like how you would think, you know, so <laughs> it's just interesting, so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to try not to like, you know, predict everything, and, you know. <laughs> it's easier when I'm doing it for other people, but when I'm doing it for myself, I just like, I have to shut it off. Yeah, yeah, and um, so, okay, so that that approach is almost kind of like flipping it around, right? So it's like taking an intention again and then like casting a chart for that in intention. Yep. That's really neat. Yeah. So they have it, that's electional astrology, and then they have it, which is interesting, it's called inception astrology or just the inception chart, which yeah. is like something happened in the past, like say something, some event, and then you're pulling up a chart for that specific time. So you didn't necessarily choose that time. You didn't plan it, mm -hmm. but something happened during that time. So it's kind of that inception point, I guess. And so you go back and you kind of look at the chart for that. So I do that. I guess that's the one thing I do the most just to see, you know, and now I've gotten really good and started kind of taking notes and journaling on like important events or when I, so now since I have that, co the cosmic climate, like the weekly forecast, I'll go back to see you know, just looking at my notes and see how that did manifest. So when I see something similar, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, this turned out this way. I wonder if it's going to be something similar. So I've definitely gotten in the habit of, of doing that. And I just like, I love research, you know, that's what I was going to college for. So just like being able to like journal and study and like, look at, like observe the way things are moving and how they affect us on an energetic level um, is, is really fun for me. So very cool. <laughs> and I noticed that um, in your, like, description of what it is that you do, um, it, there's also, like, an intuitive sort of, like, channeling mm -hmm. aspect to it as well, right? And yeah. um, so when that part comes into the, the astrology, is it, like, kind of um, a communication that happens with, like, guides that kind of, like, fills in the spaces a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I will tend to call in the, like make a, a ritual of calling in the higher self of that individual, or if there's like a guide um, that wants to come forth, I will call in that energy. And the, and the way I even look at the chart is that from my perspective of that, I feel that we choose to reincarnate. We're not necessarily forced, at least at this point. And so I look at the chart as like, why did you choose to reincarnate at this particular time? Like, what's your purpose or what are you trying to, you know, what tra trauma are you working through from the past? You know, and what are what are you trying to gain within this lifetime and how are you going to be helpful? And just like now looking at all the different areas of life um, specifically is really helpful. And you just kind of get an idea and you definitely see, you know, themes for individual people. Um, in that regard and so I feel that like certain like I do past life readings and that primarily stems from evolutionary astrology which is like the psychology of astrology um, and it's I feel like it's like very Scorpio <laughs> astrology <laughs> perspective where it's like going really deep and you're looking at like your past lives and looking a lot at the nodes and just the outer planets and so I just get, you know, information of people's usually their past life through those kind of readings and, you know, I just, you just have to, after a while, you start to trust yourself more and more. But at first it was, it was really hard because I'm like, well, what if I'm wrong and I'm going to look silly and, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it definitely takes a lot of, like, time and just trusting yourself and, like, being open to receiving, you know. And even if, say, it doesn't resonate, it could be something I've had people reach out to me, like, months later and be like, oh, my goodness, you know. They kept getting messages at that point about this particular event or, like, how to move forward and heal through, you know, whatever was coming up. So it's been really, really helpful and, and powerful way of looking at the charts. Awesome. Yeah. And, um... Now I'm super curious about, like, you have, like, a whole new aspect of your life now, right, with your little one, and I'm wondering a couple of things. So with this, like, new, like, energy, this role of of mother, like, how has that kind of shifted your abilities? Um, cause I've heard, I've heard from, from people like my mother, own mother included, like when she, um, like was carrying us that like her, her abilities were like enhanced, they got stronger. Um, and so, but I know that that also must have like, um, some sort of effect on like how you approach like work and like, you know, just like interacting with all of that. Right. Yeah. So I was actually the opposite, which was so funny. Like, I felt very blocked while oh. pregnant um, because, and it, it made a lot of sense but because, like, before I got pregnant, like, my practice was, like, I'm so up here in my head in, like, the top chakras, um, and I never connected with my body. I mean, that was one of the things I had to work on. And so I was really good at astral traveling, going in deep trance meditation, Um, and so, and just like really escaping, that was my thing. I'm just like, Oh, I'm just going to like lay down and like do my thing every day or like very, very frequently. And so once I was pregnant, I was able to kind of do that at the beginning, but as, um, I got further along within my pregnancy, I just was like, so in my body and it was good because I, I needed to be grounded and she just like helped me in so many ways with that. Um, that I was able to, it kind of took me out of that living like in my head or living up in the stars and in the future and just kind of like being in the moment more Mm -hmm. so. And so that's kind of the biggest thing that I feel um, my, or my shift has, um, has been is like being just in the moment and being in my body and just like wanting to even be healthy because like, you know, I don't have a lot of time to do, you know, other things or the things that I want to do or as far as readings and like really reading and, and diving deep. So it's like I kind of make the most of like my time. And, I, and I've been really good with exercising, things of that nature to keep my stamina up. So when I do have, you know, some kind of time, I'm not like crashing. It's like, oh, my God, now I'm going to try to do this reading or I'm trying to do that. So I've gotten better with like my time and just like my like physical body energy so I guess that part was enhanced (laughs) (laughs) at first I was like not happy about it I was like I just want to meditate and I just like I couldn't you know like drop like escape so I think that was really really helpful yeah awesome um so for those who are like curious or like having a hankering for like wanting to learn more about astrology and they're kind of wanting that like that access point because there's so much information available like out there right um what would you suggest like in terms of um like a book or a teacher just like a direction to to go down and that would be like kind of like solid and like not too overwhelming if that makes sense yeah I mean I would definitely there are a couple intro books I can't really think of 
Um, I know there's one essential astrology. I can't really think of the author right now, but and there are a few. Mm-hmm. But I would say just um, starting out with those basics because, like, once you have, like, you know the house houses, you know the signs, like, what those represent and the, the planets, then you can start. Like, then it gets a lot more fun because you can kind of, like, you know, fit them, like, move around the pieces and kind of, like, work them together. Uh, but I feel that that's the biggest foundation because I feel like if you jump in with trying to figure out the combination of things – then it can get really overwhelming. But if you start with, like, say, the houses and, like, okay, this is the structure of the will and, like, these are the different areas of life and then you think about the signs and one of the bigger things with the signs is that they have these three different properties. They have the element, Mm -hmm. which is really helpful. They have the polarity or that's when you see masculine and feminine or passive and active. And then they have the um, modality, which is, like, cardinal fixed and mutable. So if you even learn those, once it comes to the signs, that'll start to make more sense because like you'll you'll see how like Gemini can be like they're known to be flighty and just kind of all over the place. Um and just like moving around with ideas and very chatty and that's that energy is mutable. So it's always moving around. It's always in flow as opposed to like Taurus, which is like fixed. It's like fixed earth. So that's in my opinion like the most grounded sign of the zodiac and it's really hard to get them to move once they find that that comfort or that groove so it's like when you learn those basic parts of of um astrology then it'll be easier like you'll have that grounded foundation so it'll be a lot easier to um kind of move forward and yeah and build from there but it's a lot i mean you got to be ready to at least be studying (laughs) yeah for like a long time yeah you got to kind of be in it (laughs) yeah yeah and um one more thing um before we go I want you to talk a little bit about like the readings that you do so if people like want to like reach out to you and like get a reading um what what would the readings like be helpful for like what kind of like intentions or like areas of life Yeah, so the biggest thing I feel like my readings kind of are like my area of expertise is manifestation Mm -hmm. um, and working with your own energy, which can, you know, it can branch out into so many different things. Like it's like you might have a lot of energy focus on this area and it has Mm -hmm. to do with like, you know, the mental plane, like anxiety or something like that or like emotional blocks. But the biggest thing I, yeah, I would say that my readings kind of um, stand out with is going to be manifestation like what are your intentions like and also I help you understand that you have all of these tools you know at your disposal but it's you know the biggest thing is like learning you know how to use those or like seeing what limitations that you might have really my biggest thing is like you're not crazy like you know these things that are coming up are coming up for a reason and so I feel like that the reading is is geared to that just like why am I here like what's my purpose and how do I cultivate that and now with the the traditional astrology perspective that I've been studying I've been looking at a lot of the timing techniques so I see you know big shifts that you may have had in the past or what's coming up in the future and I can look at peak periods within your life like this is a time of really heightened action and importance so you know if you're wanting to launch like this might be a good time or you know just something of that nature 
And so, I mean, and it's been eerily on point. I mean, it's crazy. I was been looking at my chart, like charts of like friends and stuff. And I'm just like, I'll reach out to them. I'm like, did something happen? Like, did you have this major shift in like 2014? Like, and I can break it down to the month and day. That's and crazy. Like, every time they've been like, yeah, like that's weird. Like around this time I had this, you know, it might be not that exact day, but it's around it. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, wow, the ancients, like, because they knew. Like, it's like the astrology that I'm working within is like, the combination of ancient Egyptian astrology and Mesopotamian astrology. So I'm taking both of those and kind of integrating that to get this, the, it, it's pretty much the foundation of Western astrology now. So, but they were really good with, with timing um, and like the flow of the seasons and the cycles and things of that nature. So I would definitely say like the biggest thing is like, if you're wanting to manifest something and you're wanting to, wanting to work through any limitations, that's like, the kind of service I offer is like just stepping into your personal power and being able to, you know, manifest your desires. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that is so cool and super fascinating. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that and for letting me pick your brain. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> I love talking about it. I mean, it's, it's endless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is great. <laughs>